Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I want to dive into. I think it will be a really interesting topic for a lot of people. So how to maximize muscle slash minimize fat gain in your building phase. Looking forward to diving into this. But first, before I do that, just have a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you are sick of just focusing on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I hope you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training Nutrition and lifestyle methods, we look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. We also find that there's at least one or two bottlenecks outside of the training and nutrition protocol that are keeping you from seeing the results that you want to see. So we look at dialing those in as well. Now, if you want more information on that, you can find the link in the show notes and or you can reach out to me on Instagram, which I'll go over here in a little bit. If you aren't interested in full coaching, I do one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan. And again, the link for that is in the show notes as well. If you want to learn more about a body recomp, I have my 75-minute masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it. And you can find the link to that in the show notes as well. Next, I have a most active on social media. On Instagram, I'm active most on Instagram for social media purposes. You can follow me at Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore, and you can reach out any questions. That's where I'm most active and things like that. And then lastly, if you found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, and that will help more people find this podcast. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. So again, like I said, I want to talk about how to maximize muscle and minimize fat gain in your building phase. So I made, I want to go over this because I see too many people not do a building phase because they think they're going to gain a ton of body fat or like in the past they've done building phases and it's like, I just got super overweight or I just gained a ton of body fat. I wasn't happy with my look. And so I feel like their methods aren't great. And again, there's usually what ends up happening is you gain weight, but it's more body fat than it is muscle, right? And there's a lot of things that go into it and we'll talk about what that is. But again, if you're worried about doing a building phase because you'll, you think you'll gain too much body fat, then this episode is going to be for you. And even if you aren't afraid of doing one and you just want to do a building phase where you just maximize muscle growth and minimize fat gain, then this is also for you. But again, I think a lot of times people get, they, they end up thinking the building phases don't work for them because of their methods, right? They end up gaining too much weight and they end up gaining too much weight and, or they gain too much body fat compared to muscle, right? So then you end up really not being happy with your look. And then you just got to take more time here to focus on losing body fat. But again, if don't like you are going to, you can really, this will be a, this period of time is going to be super helpful for make continuing to progress your physique and just helping with an overall body recomp. I feel if you don't do it right, I feel like one of the big mistakes people make is they don't take the building phases seriously as their fat loss phases. And that's where they really get into trouble there with it. And so a common question I get is what, so this kind of goes into like, there, there's a couple things here. So first we're going to go over how to maximize muscle gain, minimize fat gain for your building phase. Common question I'll get is what percentage of body fat versus percentage of muscle gain can I expect in a lean build? And so I think this isn't, this is a tough question to answer. So there's a few things that are going to alter this. So first your current muscle mass, the more muscle you have, the tougher it's going to be to have more of the percentage of muscle over fat gain. So again, you have a lot of muscle, any amount of weight that you gain, you have to you know, you have to understand that more of it is going to be fat gain, right? So what does that mean? You could already think there, it's okay. So if you have a lot of muscle, we probably don't want to put on a ton of body weight because you are likely, the quicker you do it and the more that you do there, and you already have a lot of muscle, it's probably going to be more fat gain than anything. 
So there's that. But again, that's going to alter it, your current muscle mass. You don't have a lot of muscle mass and you go into a surplus and you're doing these things that we're going to talk about. You're going to more of that percentage of weight that you gain is going to be muscle versus body fat. So again, you could see maybe somebody that's a little bit newer, they have lofty muscle goal gains. Maybe they go into a little bit more of a surplus, but we'll talk about all that. Next, we have your genetics. Some people are going to have a higher percentage of muscle growth. We've all seen people that they touch a weight, they just build muscle, right? That person's going to have a higher percentage of muscle gain versus fat gain than somebody else. So your genetics are going to play a big role in this. And I've actually had a conversation with Martin McDonald. Let me, I'm going to I'm going to look up that episode number real quick so I can, so you guys can reference that. Okay. So that was episode 160 with Mark McDonald. And what we talk about is women, you might want to have in a little bit lower of a surplus versus men, right? So we go over the rationale behind that. So if you want to check that out, listen to episode 160, really insightful stuff there with that. But again, your genetics are going to play a role in this in terms of how much muscle you're going to gain compared to body fat. And then lastly, instead of worrying about the exact percentage, do these things that I'm going to go over today and you'll be maximizing what you can anyways. And that's ultimately what all we can do. I feel like people overly focus on what's the max I can get or, Hey, this person does this, like what? And that's, those are really the wrong questions. You need to focus on what you can, and that's really all you can do, right? Maximize the things that are in your control. And then that's just how it's going to be, especially when it comes to muscle growth, right? We can't, other than taking special sports supplements, we can't make this process any faster. So that's why I say, I think consistency is the biggest thing here with this, but yeah, let's dive into it. So again, how are we going to make sure that we maximize muscle growth versus and minimize fat gain in our building phases? So the first is don't gain weight too quickly. The quicker you're got, you gain weight, the more your body will gain as body fat. If you start, so the, the kind of the rule of thumbs here about 0.25 to 0.5% of body weight gain per week. And once you start going over that, it's like, you're going to start to see more of that weight gain be, shift towards fat, right? So this is where like people who are trying to like gain a lot of weight, like, Hey, I want to put on a ton of muscle super quickly. And they just, they eat like a ton of food and they just start gaining weight and they, they're lifting weights and they think, okay, I'm building a ton of muscle. It's like, you're unfortunately adding on more body fat than what you think. Okay. We have to, we, we don't want to go too quickly here with this weight gain in this situation. And you can go lower than the 0.25% depending on the situation, right? If you're somebody that doesn't want to get, really doesn't want to gain any body fat at all, maybe go on that lower end of things there. Muscle growth might be a tiny bit slower, but that could be a trade-off that is worth it to you. So I think that 0.25 to 0.5% of body weight gain per week is where we want to be. And again, this is over time. This isn't week over week. It's just, hey, you zoom out, maybe you look at a month trend, see where that weight trended over time. And then that's where you can make that decision there. I do think though that people probably focus a little bit too much on the weight gain side of things and they don't focus enough on pushing their training. And that's ultimately the most important thing there is making sure that your training is going well. So I always give this rule of thumb to people like the two things we absolutely want to see in a building phase are your weight's not trending down over time. And then two, your training performance is in a good spot. If you hit those two things, you are well on your way to building muscle. You just have to be patient at that point. But again, we just want to be careful with gaining weight too quickly. What happens a lot of times in building phases is people are like, oh, I'm out of a fat loss phase. They start to be a little bit more lenient with food choices. They eat more calorie dense foods. It's, oh, hey, it's okay because I'm in a building phase. And then next thing you know, your surplus is a lot bit larger than you think. And then all of a sudden now we're falling above this 0.5% of body weight gain per week. And then that's where you are going to start to accumulate a little bit more body fat. You're still going to build muscle, right? It's not like you're not building muscle. It's just that percentage of every pound you gain is going to start to shift more towards, you're going to see more of that be fat gain. And I've done this before. I've had building phases where I was in it. I just, I was trying to gain, I wanted to be 
jacked. I wanted to build as much muscle as I could. And so I just really pushed the weight gain and my physique showed, right? I was like, why am I don't feel like I look good with my shirt off. Yeah. I feel like my shirt's better. I don't look lean or anything like that. And it was just because I was just trying to rush the process and just gaining too much weight too quickly. So anytime you see that weight go up super quick, you do need to be careful there as you're likely gaining more body fat as you gain weight quicker. Now, if you shift from like a maintenance or like a fat loss phase two building, you might see it come up a little bit quicker initially. That's okay. We're not worried about that. We're looking at these longer trends over time and we want it to line up with that 0.25 to 0.5% of body weight per week. So just to give you an idea, so somebody that's 170 pounds, that's going to be about 0.85 per week. Again, that's probably on the higher end. Let's see what that is. That's about three and a half pounds per month. Because again, we want to look at that that longer time scale on it. We want to make sure that it's, we want to zoom out and see where you're at. So you're looking at about three-ish pounds per month there on that with that. Anything more than that, you're likely going to start to see a little bit more fat accumulate. Now, again, you are still going to, this doesn't mean that you do this and now it's hundred percent fat or hundred percent muscle and 0% body fat. There is going to be some body fat accumulation during this process, but we're trying to minimize it as much as we can. And somebody hears that and they're like, I don't want to gain any body fat. That's probably not going to be possible again, certain situations, but you have to be okay with a little bit of fat gain. Like it's, but the goal here is to minimize it. And when you minimize it, it's really not noticeable. Again, are you going to have your most shredded, smallest look ever when you're doing this? No, but that's not the point. We're trying to add some muscle here. We're trying to make sure that you're getting enough food. And the trade-off there is, hey, we might have a little bit of that weight be put on his body fat, but we're trying to minimize that as much as possible. All right. So number two is pushing yourself in training. If you aren't pushing your training, you're not going to be maximizing muscle growth. Don't overlook this. You don't have to go balls to the wall every session, but if you aren't ever pushing yourself, you're going to struggle to add more muscle. There's just no way around this. Like you're, I feel like a lot of times in building phases, people are like, Oh, I need to go back to a fat loss phase. I'm not looking as good as I did in a fat loss phase. And it's like, well, what's your training? Like when you look at their training log, they're just spinning their wheels or not really pushing themselves. They're just, and that's a mistake you're making. It's like, you need to just because you're not in a fat loss phase doesn't mean we push, don't push training. We don't still pay attention to nutrition. We still need to do these things, but you need to make sure you're pushing your training. I just, I think that's a big mistake that people make in, in, in a building phase. And that's if you're not pushing that training, it's a part of the reason we're trying to gain weight is to let you, to allow you to have that energy to really push your training, but also to have the energy to, for recovery as well, to, to speed up the recovery process, right? So you can do more and push it. There's obviously other reasons, but those are going to be the main reasons there why we're why we want to have those calories be a little bit higher. And so if you're not taking advantage of that, you are just going to put on body fat, more body fat than muscle, right? So again, you have to push yourself into training over time. This doesn't mean that every single session you go in, you're going to be pushing yourself. But if you have you know, week over week, it's like once training gets hard, you either you stop going to the gym or things keep popping up and you're not ever able to like really push your training and to progress and have those hard training sessions. I think you're going to be missing out on muscle growth, no doubt here. This is at the top of the priority list, right? I think that how much weight you gain is going to play a big role, but then high up there on that priority list is going to be pushing yourself into training. And when I say how much weight you gain, I'm just saying if you gain too quickly, adding a ton of body fat. Because like I said, the two things that I'm looking for in a building phase are we just want to make sure your weight's not trending down over time. And we want to make sure that your training is progressing and you're able to push that. Again, high on the priority list, 
you can sit here and look at all these other variables, but if you're not pushing your training, that has to be the first thing you look at when it comes to your building phases. Next, keep your overall activity levels up. Make sure you're hitting a minimum of six to eight K steps per day. This was a mistake I made in the past with my building phases. I would drop steps because it's, oh, I'm trying to be in a calorie surplus. And so I just need to be in a surplus. More movement means I'm going to be expending energy and that's going to take away from muscle growth. Wrong. That was a bad idea. And I ended up gaining more body fat than I needed to in multiple building phases. And it just was because that energy expenditure was down a little bit, energy intake was up, and that's going to equal some weight gain. Plus just from overall health, if you're not staying active and you're doing a lot of, and you're just having a lot of sedentary time, that's, that can't, that's not going to be great for your overall health. And anytime overall health isn't in a good spot, you have to imagine that your body's going to start to shift more of that your body composition, it's going to, it's going to want to start to prefer fat gain over muscle gain. Cause again, if you're not at a healthy spot, it's not going to be like, Oh, okay, let's just add all this muscle. So we need to make sure that we are keeping our activity levels up. Again, this can also be great for your digestion and gut health, especially if you are eating a little bit more food, right? You eat a little bit more food. Sometimes things can maybe you just have a lot of food. So you feel a little bit more bloated, whatever it may be. And just, again, the amount of food that you're eating could start to stress your GI digestion by moving, it can help with that process, especially after your meals. So making sure that you stay active for overall health, and then obviously to help you increase your energy expenditure as well too, which helps you not gain weight as as quickly, right? So that kind of helps hit number one. So making sure you keep your overall activity levels up. Sleep. Simply put, the worse your sleep is, the more that percentage will be in favor of fat gain over muscle gain in building phase. You want to sleep seven to eight, seven to nine hours per night. But yeah. Anytime you neglect sleep and then you start gaining weight on top of it, if you're getting poor sleep, it's like now your body is going to start to prefer fat gain over muscle gain at that point. You could have the perfect and training is going to suffer, right? So that kind of goes back to, again, the training side of things. So it's like training's not going great because you're not sleeping well. You're not sleeping well. And now the you're in that surplus, you're seeing your weight go up. But again, more of that weight that you're gaining is going to be body fat versus muscle. Again, doesn't mean you're not going to add any muscle, but again, you're going to see that that percentage decrease a little bit. They did a study and I've brought this up many times. Anytime I bring up sleep and like muscle, I always bring the study up, but they did a study where they had people that slept regular and then they had people that slept in a, they were sleep restricted. They had them in a calorie deficit. Both groups lost the same amount of weight, but the group that was sleep restricted lost more weight from muscle. And so I think the takeaway there is that shows the importance of sleep. Now, what that doesn't tell us is what's that like in a surplus, right? I would imagine that's probably a tough thing to do to have a study on that because I just don't see them. I don't see anybody wanting to do a study on weight gain and sleep or like purposely gaining weight and sleep. They may, I don't know, but I just don't see that as being something that that would be high on the priority list. Again, it's going to be that weight loss side of things. So again, you do have to realize that energy balance may play a role in that, but again, or what that study doesn't tell us is that they were in a negative energy balance, which again, that would make sense that when you're in a negative energy balance, you are going to lose muscle. But on the way up again, that you're still, your body is going to prefer fat gain versus muscle gain. And again, just from the recovery standpoint, you're not going to be able to, it could be a direct thing, but also indirectly in terms of, okay, now you can't really push your training as hard because you're not sleeping. You can't recover as well. You can't do as much. And then that's where now you're gaining weight. And so it's like, you're not sending that signal to build more muscle. So your body's going to be like, well, hey, we're gaining weight. We want to put this towards fat versus muscle. I think the big thing here is we have to send that signal to your body that, hey, we need to add more muscle. There needs to be a reason to do it. Because if you don't, if you're gaining weight and you don't send that signal to your body to build muscle, it, it's going to prefer fat gain over muscle gain. And the reason being is this is an ev evolutionary thing here where, you know, obviously in today's world, we have a ton of food. We're not worried about going long periods of time without food. But for most of our existence as humans, 
we didn't have this abundance of food. Our bodies are very good at conserving energy and then also storing energy in case we have long periods of time where we aren't, we don't have a lot of food around. So again, and muscle, unfortunately, is a very, it's energy costly to build and maintain. And so again, you could see from that standpoint where it doesn't make sense for the body to, to prefer fat muscle over, over fat gain in most situations. So we have to send that specific signal. And that's what we're doing here. And then this next thing you need to do here is you got to have enough protein. So protein is essential for building muscle. It also is the toughest macro to store as body fat as well. So this is a, this is something is higher protein levels. Again, it's going to be like, again, protein, super important for building muscle, but what's also cool about protein is it can store as body fat, right? But it's just a lot more, it's a more complicated process. So it's less likely to do that. Again, if you're in a massive surplus and you're eating at all protein, like you are going to store some of that is body fat if you're in a surplus, but it's going to be tougher to do that, right? Because you also have to think high pro- protein does increase your thermic effect of food, which affects the, the energy expenditure side of things. So it's like it increases that. So it's like that energy balance moves up a little bit. So again, it becomes tougher and tougher to store body fat because it's tougher to get into a surplus if you have these mo- massive amounts of protein. So to maximize muscle growth, aim for 0.8 to one to. 1.2 grams per pound of body weight per day. You can go over this if you enjoy it and want the satiety benefits. Just make sure you don't take away too much from carbs and fats. Okay. So we do want to make sure that we're still getting enough carbs and fats in. Fats obviously are going to be good for hormonal production and then carbs are going to be helpful for your training. So it's like if you go super low on that to hit like a really high protein amount, you could be doing yourself a disservice. So that's why I say 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. But if you want to be if you like protein, you want to be feel a little bit more fuller, you want to minimize fat gain, you could go higher than 1.2 grams per pound of body weight. Just make sure you don't take too much away from carbohydrates and fats. So you do have to play around with it. But protein is super important. I can't stress that enough, whether it's body in a body recomp, the protein aspect of it is super important. So we need to make sure we're hitting that. Next is going to be managing overall stress load. So some stress is good and we and it's needed, but too much can hurt muscle growth. So managing overall stress load is also ensuring you aren't doing like too much training compared to your recovery, right? Stress is a, there's a lot that goes into stress. It's not just, oh, I'm you know, work's killing me. So I'm stressed, right? Stress is, there's many different forms of stress, like poor sleep is a stressor on the body. And so we only have so much stress that we can recover from. And so for our stress management isn't on point, we're just letting all these stressors pile on that is going to impact muscle growth, right? Your recovery is going to be worse. You're not gonna be able to push your training. You might, in this case, some people prefer tastier food. So then it's going to be easier to increase body weight. High stress levels can lead to like higher cortisol, which isn't going to be great for building muscle, right? So we just need to make sure that we are managing our overall stress load. Some stress is good, but we just want to make sure that we're not letting it get out of hand. This is having some good stress management techniques, something that just gets you out of your head, gets you to relax. It's going to be helpful. That's one way sleep's going to be helpful from that standpoint, making sure that you're not doing too much training overall so that you're recovering. These are all things that are going to play a role there with stress. Again, we want to make sure we manage that. Next are going to be meal timing strategies. So if you want a more in-depth breakdown of this, listen to episode 295. I go pretty hardcore into that. So uh, give that a listen. But a few things here that we can do are limit large meals late at night. Eating after a certain time isn't bad. It's just, we're probably going to be a little less efficient with the food that your body's probably going to be a little less efficient with the food you give it as you get like later and later into the night. Again, your overall caloric intake still is number one, but I would limit very large meals late at night, right? And this is something that, hey, you're in a building phase. It's, oh, let's get a pizza tonight. It's nine o'clock at night. You smash a whole pizza. Okay, that's probably not going to be great. So again, we just want to, we want to avoid these extremes. If you had a, if you have a little protein, you have 
some fruit or something like that, like late at night. Okay. Not a big deal or something that's quote unquote cleaner. It's not a big deal. It's these extremes of, oh, I'm going to have a ton of alcohol. I'm going to have a ton of food. And that's okay. Now that's going to start to impact things here, right? Avoid having most of your calories for the day at night. So we want to try to shift more of our calories earlier in the day if we can. But again, this doesn't mean we can't eat after a certain time. And if you eat after a certain time, you're going to gain all this body fat. That's not true. It's just, we probably want to bias more of our food to earlier in the day. The other meal timing strategy that I want to go over too is the nutrition around your workouts. I think that's super important. Making sure that you are getting protein in around your workout doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be right after you lift. But again, if you don't get protein in before you work out, Hey, you probably want to get it in within an hour afterwards. If you eat one to feed protein, one to three hours before just make sure you get it one to three hours after. We just don't want to, again, completely screw that up long-term there. Again, with protein, you don't have to like, just making sure that you don't, that you go, that you avoid going super long periods of time without protein. There's nothing wrong with doing some fasting where, you know, again, you eat like you you have your meal timing window of seven to seven. Okay. That's fine. 12 hours. You don't, that's fine. But during that seven to seven, we want to make sure that we're eating at least protein. We're getting a meal with protein in at least three times per day. And we're trying to spread that out fairly evenly in that seven to seven window. Again, the window can be whatever you want it to be. That's not as important, but I do think there's probably some benefit to not eating. Like, I don't think it's great to be eating 20 hours out of the day. You probably want to have a nice little window of eight to 10 hours where maybe you don't eat food, maybe even longer, eight to 12. Again, I would start to avoid these four building muscle, I would avoid these extreme fasting protocols. And I don't want to say extreme because extreme would be like multiple days on end, but extreme from like a daily standpoint where you're only doing four, six hour eating window, like I would avoid that if you're trying to maximize body composition there. So just something to think about with that, but meal timing strategies are going to play a big role. They often get, I think they get overplayed, but they also get downplayed. We just want to, again, make sure that we're not like screwing it up on, on either ends. But again, episode 295 is a really good episode to listen to on that. And then the last one I have here is limit excessive caloric intake in one meal or in one day. Be careful with excessive calorie meals. Those the meals out, even in ability, want to lim- limit this, right? So this is the one where it's like, hey, I'm smashing two huge pizzas. I'm just going all out tonight. Like in a fat loss phase, we obviously want to limit that. But in a building phase, same thing. Even though you have more calories to work with, you want to be careful here. And then same thing with like, even very high calorie days. The average caloric intake for the week is most important, but if you have large variations from one day to the next, this isn't likely going to be great for your body comp, right? Fat and muscle. So again, if we're having like days where we, again, your overall caloric intake for the week is the most important, but you have a day where you're eating like 5,000 one day and then 2,000 the next day, because it's like you're making up for the day before, that's not going to be great for building muscle and minimizing fat gain in a building phase. If anything, that's going to probably decrease the amount of muscle that you gain and increase the amount of fat that you gain. Again, we're going to shift that weight. Any amount of weight that you gain is going to be more, it's going to start to lean more towards fat gain and at that standpoint. So we just want to be careful with these massive meals. And I bring this up because it's easy to get in that mindset with a building phase. I've been there sometimes still have these really big meals, but we want to limit those. We don't want to do that all the time. Unfortunately, you do have to just mod. I feel like sometimes when it comes to food, there's just some people that like, they just want to get to the point to where they don't have to, they think that when they say they don't want to think about things, they just want to like be able to do what they like always have been able to do and just eat everything, anything and everything and not have to, that's never going to be the case. Like you're unfortunately like that is going to add up. I've been there where it's, I just sometimes think I wish I could go to have, just have whatever I want it, not worry about it. But it's again, if obviously my body composition is important to me, so that's a trade-off that I'm willing to make there and overall health too. Again, I don't think just from a body composition standpoint, having these meals where you just pig out and stuff, stuff your face. It's like from a body comp standpoint, probably not great, but even 
overall health, probably not great either. Right. So just, but that's with anything, right. Anything that you do where it's just like, you go to the extreme with it, probably not great. Yeah. Those are the things to focus on there to maximize muscle growth and minimize fat loss in your building phase. I bring this up because I I also had a, a conversation with a new client the other day. And like, she was talking about how she didn't want to do a building phase again, because last time she did it, she gained a ton of body weight. Like the person dropped their, their, her movement was down super low. They were just gaining a ton of weight. And it's, yeah, the reason you don't want to do building phase is because of how you did the last one. Like that, that was probably good to take a period of time to not focus on fat loss. You probably did build some muscle, but you just added too much body fat. And then it also gave you this, this perception of building phases as being bad and a bunch of fat gain when it, they, don't need to be that way if you do these things right and you take it seriously like you take your fat loss phases seriously. And so that's really what I'm trying to get at here with this po- with this podcast episode is, you know, showing you that hey, you can do this and you can still have a good body composition if you do these things. Again, are you going to have your most shredded look during the building phase? No, but that's okay. This is a period of time that's going to help you move forward and you're going to have a better look the next time you want to get leaner. So, hopefully that was helpful. Let me know if you guys have any questions on this and I will chat with you next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit JHHealth.net. See you next time.